Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. You're listening to an encore presentation from the Transformation Talk Radio Network. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yeah, everybody, welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We got a great lineup for you today. We're going to kick it off with talking about chakra cards for belief change. Nikki is joining us here today. And what we're going to be doing, and I'm going to give you a formal introduction of who Nikki is, but what is it about yourselves where you're figuring out, man, I'm doing everything they're telling me to do. I'm changing my life, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but you're still hanging on to beliefs. Well, Nikki Gresham Record is joining me here today to talk about that. And she has created fantastic chakra cards. And by the way, for all of you out there, we're going to be pulling cards. So if you have a belief, if you have something you want to change, then you're going to get to experience this with the UK's leading spiritual healers, one of the UK's leading spiritual healers, but also somebody that has been out there teaching, whether it's Reiki or Qigong, she has developed a fantastic method for belief change, which you're gonna hear about today. But more importantly, why? Why do we want to change our beliefs? And so get ready for this show about that. We are going to be using her fantastic brand new deck of cards. Let me just get them right here. Can you all see them right there? That's just the box because I got the cards in my other hand. Um, and then I just then I just want everybody to know we have a special broadcast today. And I want to mention it to you. We have a special broadcast on Transformation Talk Radio today at 3.30. That's my power-up show. And that will be 3.30 to 4. And another another version of this um, at 3 o'clock tomorrow. And so today we're going to talk about on this show, we're going to be talking about uh, a number of things. But we're going to be talking about women that make it to success in the world that you can look at, that you can look up to. And this is all, let's just say, this is all based on the latest VP pick, Kamala Harris. So we're going to take a look at who is Kamala Harris, but who are all the women that have come before? Maybe women that if you're of a younger age, you don't remember. But what are the lessons learned and how do we honor them? You know, what is it about our belief systems about women in power that perhaps could use a chakra card right here today? Um, but here we are. And this is the world that we get to live in. For me, when I got sick in 2004, I had, I had a level of beliefs about this. And I didn't know even where to begin. But my journey and the trajectory for the show changed. 
And as that happened, year after year, day after day, 16 years, a little bit here, a little bit there, somehow along the way, I realized that there was something underneath transformation. What if it was high vibration imagery? What was it? What if it was powerful affirmations? What if it was something that we can energetically shift our mindset, but get at the core of that? Like beliefs that you're not enough or beliefs that you'll never accomplish anything. It's just not in your DNA. But today we're going to talk about belief change as a therapeutic tool how to bring this to the forefront and achieve a level of freedom that I can only tell you from my own experience. I don't know what day it was that I realized that the beliefs that I was holding were literally shaping a very limited view of my life. And so today, Nikki's going to take us through what she does, what she discovered and then what she created. Nikki, it's great to have you here. Thank you so much. It's lovely listening to you. And it is so profound, that journey of shifting your beliefs, realizing that you have them in the first instance, and then shifting and moving through. I, I want to ask you about this, because um, everything I shared is like for real, like my mystery disease caused me to seriously look at a whole bunch of things, Nikki. I mean, I am a student. I'm a student. That's why I get so excited to talk with someone like you. I am a student of myself, but I'm a student of humanity, so to speak. And even though I went to school for 10 years for psychology, I still want to understand beyond beyond the cognitive version of the mind, what else is there, right? So let let me ask you this. You had to have had something happen like in your life. I mean, something when people come forward like you, right? And you become this amazing spiritual healer. I can only imagine what obstacle, what challenge you had. Look, look, I'm getting you all choked up. I was like, oh, no, what's happening here? Oh, my God, I'm asking her the challenge question. I'm throwing Um, the water down the wrong way. Oh, I'm sorry. you know and i know that sometimes we have to have something happen in our lives right where we go to that place where we don't know and what i want to make sure that people understand sometimes is they look at me and they think man you got it easy you're just like how did you get there you're like number one show transformation talk radio like oh (laughs) and and i used to get a little short answer now i realize I can't even describe the pain that I went through to get here. How about you? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So my journey was um, pretty much exactly that. So I had I had lupus, so I was diagnosed in 1993 when I was 19. Uh, so the year just before I went off to uni and I studied psychology. So always interested in, in people, in the human psyche and connection in what made people tick. Um, but I got sick, I started to experience aches and pains and so on. Um, and it went on, <clears throat> sorry, my throat's gonna, it will clear. But I went on for um, almost 15 years. So by the time that I'd had, I went through university and started working in mental health, worked in uh, the drugs field for five years, worked with um, women and sexual trauma and 
uh, so I've always been in that kind of helping role, but not really helping myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> really? I, oh, are we like twins? <clears throat> I mean, I'm not from the UK. Um, but it may well follow. But yeah, so so I had that one moment when I'd, I'd had my, I got married because with lupus, you know, there's a, you may have children, you may not, you don't know how the disease is going to progress. So we tried at probably the earliest possibility and, and I fell pregnant, but then the pregnancy was okay, but I was quite sick. Second child came very quickly. So I'd got two toddlers, 18 months old and, um, and a baby. Um, and the ba I was on a lot of steroids when I was pregnant with my second so he was born with um, mischievous gut so he screams solid for two years so with the lupus and a toddler and a baby that screamed and and so on I just hit rock bottom and I had a moment of I don't know if, you know if I can do this anymore it was too it's too hard and then I realized that no one was going to come and save me and it was that kind of moment of I have to do this for myself if I want to <laughs> the words grow up comes if I, if I want to yeah. grow up if I want to uh, live I have to find a way and I started to explore it was just some kind of mindset and then it was almost like everything opened up and I started to really work with myself and my thoughts and I had trained so I'd, I just finished kind of chartering as a psychologist so I was used to working on myself um, but there's a it's like an almost another level, another notch of self-love and self-respect and, and awakening. I think it's awakening to the divine, awakening to ourselves as divine. And I think once you've got that connection, it just brings in the meaning. It, it makes things make sense. And so it's been for me, like, you know, you, you describe yourself as being a, a student. The energy, my connection has taught me, you know, most of everything that I know. And it was, um, you know, I'm very dedicated to my to my work. So first and foremost, I'm a practitioner and I see clients and and that's, you know, I'm, I'm full time with that. I, I, I love my work. So I'm, I'm a charter psychologist, but I'm a I'm a healer and I'm an intuitive and I'm a channel. And um, that's that's uh, it's it's some of what I'm here for. But it's that helping people to uh, assist their recognition of self as divine to see their potential to see their um their inner being and, and their possibility so um yeah the, the the belief change work for me was um it was a huge part of realizing that i was just buying into programs and i was keeping them running i was focusing on them so finding a method i think i was i was training in the lightning process uh-huh uh, kind of NLP to help me to yeah. shift my energy because yeah. yeah. my energy levels were still low. I'd, I'd healed myself from all of the aches and the pain, so I didn't have any pain anymore. But when I was at my lowest, I wasn't producing any growth hormone, uh, no DHEA and barely any cortisol, so I was exhausted. Um, but I'd, I'd kind of worked through with, I mean, I went all natural, so it wasn't just mind, body, spirit. I, um, you know, I cleaned up my diet completely all chemicals were, were gone. So everything became natural. I, I tuned in and connected with the kind of natural way of, of being. Um, but then, yeah, but belief work kind of came along and it was just this paradigm shift. And I realized I could start to see programs 
and I'd start to hear programs and the clients that I was working with. So as people are telling me their stories, you know, it's very easy for us to attach to our pain and attach to the stories. And, um, and while that needs honoring and, and respecting, it's not who we are. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the experiences that we have. And when we can make peace with those, when we can integrate those and bring love to those wounded aspects of self, to, you know, the shadow aspects of ourselves and so on, then, um, yeah, everything, everything opens up and becomes possible. And so I, I trained in Psych K. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I love. Very so, familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Love Psych K. Still use Psych K. Um, so that's great. And then I trained in Theta Healing. And then in my kind of busy life, I, I, I through my spiritual awakening, I ended up um, getting divorced so I could spread my wings fully. Yeah. And what's up with that? Both of us, huh? Yeah. What? It's, it's I tough, like how you said it? that. And, you know, through my spiritual awakening, I ended up getting divorced. But, yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't quite get that, do they? But it was this, hard. It's, yeah. It was so hard. Because he, <laughs> he was a good guy. He was a good guy. No one could understand it. My thren- friends and he all thought I was nuts. Um, but there was just hands on my back. And I just, it's been a process for me of, because of the connections that I've had, and, and I've had a couple of profound spiritual yeah. connections and experiences. So in one of which I just, I just, I, I was with the Holy Spirit for three hours and I was, I was gone and um, I, I declared myself to be of service. And, and that was in 2012, oh. I think, 2012 or 13. Right. Um, but I, that from that moment it was everything just shifted everything changed and i Mm. needed to follow my path and who would have known (laughs) then you know what's happening now is is that i've brought this system through and i've brought this um possibility and this potential and the more i've allowed the more i've connected the more i've opened um the more i've cleared within myself and um, and it's just a joy. It's a joy to be of service. It's a joy to feel mm. that love and that connection and, and share that possibility and see. The, the most exciting thing for me is that I created a self-help method. And yeah. so people can take this and use it for themselves. And it's that personal empowerment, because that was my journey, it's that personal empowerment, um, you know, becoming sovereign, uh, that just feels so important to me. So. Yeah, it's a joy. It's a real joy to share. That's why I ask you that question, because, you, you know, for me, uh, it is my um, um, six months, of course, after I paid for my first hour of airtime, of course, you know, many years later now, um, you look at your life and people want to know, well, man, you're like, a pioneer in digital radio and you're doing podcasting for 16 years and they want to they want this logical answer and i would have been finished with this in six months had i not gotten sick like you i mean the pain happened you're gonna laugh april 1st of 2004 i was given a workshop with my friend reverend bonnie on are you ready living your biggest dream at the end of the workshop, my right ankle had swelled up to the size of a very large grape, grapefruit. Um, and I thought I had hit it. But what was happening to me on the surface seemed medical, right? Like lupus. 
medical. Yeah. Actually, they thought I had lupus, but failed that test. And so what was that about that changed my life? But what is it about how we carry ourselves through this, how we believe about the world? Is this something? And I'll tell you the greatest gift to me, and I want to talk with you about your approach, too. I couldn't do anything other than continue to buy thousands of dollars of airtime a month. I couldn't get that big fat consulting job. I, 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 wasn't, I couldn't stand up. And I look back at that now, and what I realize is that this was some divine plan to keep yeah. me exactly where I was supposed to be. But my belief about illness and healing changed. And that's what I find interesting about what you shared, because somehow I, too, went down the path of natural this, natural this. I mean, the angel lady pointed me to a naturopath. I'd never heard of naturopaths before. I'm from the East Coast. We don't, I don't even know what that means. But it pointed me through to Dr. Darvish, who took this years with me. But one of the things that she did that you talk about that I didn't understand was I never knew how she could figure out stuff. This muscle testing thing. Ah, yes. <laughs> but the idea of muscle testing beliefs, yeah, that's what you're doing, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's interesting because I refer to it as belief work because I've been doing this for about 10 years. Yeah. Um, and people go, belief work? That's interesting. <laughs> no, it is interesting. But it, it literally is. It's, and we, we can muscle test for the presence or absence of a belief. So we just... The, the idea is that our, you know, our body is wise. Our body carries innate wisdom. And when the body is shutting down with some form of disease, there's, you know, there's an underlying energy disruption that's often based in emotion and belief patterns associated with those. So, yeah, no, it, 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 that's the process. So you're... you're your question i've just lost track of well, myself well there. i'm going to tell you what we're going to do about this we're going to take a Muscle short testing. break here in a minute but i want to open up the phone lines for people because uh, there is a healing at many many levels going on right there is a healing required now uh for more things and I can even imagine in the 16 years I've been doing this, I find myself, you know, in this place where why am I not taking that step forward here? Mm. Why, what is holding me back here, right? Or maybe I'm steering kind of off, off my path, off my goal. What am I, what am I believing about something there? Because up until this conversation today, you know, we questioned whether or not we could heal beliefs. But these beliefs are so deep, They're so deep. And this is part of what you've created. And what I love about this is that not all beliefs reside in the same place. Hence the chakra system. So can you talk about how you've integrated both? Yeah, I can, I can. 
So it started, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just listening to the call. So I started channeling beliefs. Um, it started, I was going to do seven affirmations uh, for, for my walk. So I wanted to do some artwork and then I channeled beliefs, but the beliefs came through. Um, they were all root chakra beliefs. When I was kind of listening to what was coming and I could see this, it was about the root chakra because the chakras each contain a different level of consciousness. You know, they're concerned with different functions within the body, different organs within the body. And so the root chakra, for example, is a really foundational one. Um, and I must talk about your, your, your last statement because safety, stability and uh, support, abundance, there's a lot of issues connected to the root chakra. So if we're talking about being, being good enough or being worthy of love and so on, um, there may be layers of beliefs, so it may be that in order to to align with the belief I'm good enough or I'm worthy of worthy of unconditional love, we may need to come into alignment with beliefs around safety, so that it's safe for me to receive love because we might have beliefs around what love is, that love is dangerous or love hurts or love is unkind or love is cruel, so we can start to shift and unpick that, but the the lovely thing is with the system, we don't need to know. We can drop out of our brains and use the muscle testing so to let the system guide us in terms of what's our priority, what's the priority belief. So I've got this issue, what's the priority belief for me to align with in order to start to shift energy? And it's really all about finding that alignment to our to source, to our inner being and so on. So we have a right to safety, we have a right to freedom of expression, we have a right to be empowered, we have a right to love, and, and so on. So it's just beliefs that tell us that we're not. Um, so the system works with, it uses the affirmations and the power of intention, which is probably what was happening on your first workshop. You connected and you, you put energy in towards what you wanted to create. And so, um, you know, it's the same, we work with the positive but because the system uses qigong, it uses this process of emptying, and it uses this process of movement, so it uses the infinity symbol, the harmonizing symbol, and that uh, enables a shift and enables a balance. And so what happens is the old energy, the unsafety, or the instability, or the lack of love, or the unworthiness, starts to surface in the body mm. because we're choosing and we're intending to align with safety or with love. And so the process isn't always comfortable because you can feel the fear or the unease or the safety or oh. whatever starts to surface. But the Qigong helps you to soften, the movement helps it to focus. And we activate the hemispheres of the brain. So we're getting crosstalk, we're becoming whole-brained. And then we're coming into alignment. And you can feel the shifts. What's lovely about it is that people can feel the shifts happening as they work through it. So you know when it's done. And then, yeah. So I want to ask you about I want to ask you about something before we go to break. Um, uh, but before we do, um, I, I want to let everybody know uh, we are opening up the phone lines for those of you that are watching on Facebook. If you would like uh, Nikki to pick a card for you, if you have a question or or just want to feel the energy of the cards please just type a message over on Facebook and we will get that. For those of you that love to call in for live connection, 1-800-930-2819. But the other way to do it is to go to Transformation Talk Radio and you'll see it says, ask a question. You could do that. Okay, so how do people find out more about you? 
My website's the best place. So all information is on my website. I've got a YouTube channel, which I'm starting to put content in. I'm just trying okay. to kind of reach out and offer. But my website is um, healing, healinginsight.co.uk. Okay. So, so we're going to come back. We're going to take callers. But I got to tell you what just happened. So I don't know if you saw me shuffling. My hands are <laughs> underneath, I guess, the view of the camera. And I'm shuffling. But I'm not looking at what I'm shuffling. I'm just shuffling the deck, right, just to prepare. Two cards jump out, literally jump out, and fall on the floor. What should I do with them? Read them. What are they? <laughs> Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to read them, but I'll tell you what they are right now. And they're purple. And hold on. Can you see that? Psychic awareness. And peace of mind. So when we come back, I'm going to be thrilled to hear what you have to say about these two. But Charlene, we're going to get to you. <laughs> Those of you out there, 1-800-930-2819. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, yep, we're going to be pulling some cards. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Your eternal purpose is calling out to you each and every day. Are you listening? Tune in to Dynamic Destiny Radio with Coach Pete Cafarcio every first and third Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be your authentic self and live the life that you were destined for. Learn practical tools to discover your purpose and conquer other fears that keep you stuck in a life of mediocrity. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting PeteCoaching.com. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing, or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you, great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one -on -one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. 
Get your goddess groove on with me, Laura Hosford. Tune in every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com, where I offer you authentic channel messages of love, inspiration, and heart healing grace. Get your goddess groove on. When the goddess speaks, everyone listens. For more information, visit laurahosford.com. That's laurahosford.com. You're listening to an encore presentation from the Transformation Talk Radio Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Dr. Pat Show. I'm so glad. We're talking about, I just want everybody to know, we've been talking about Nikki, but also about the work she's created and the way for us to truly heal beliefs. And she and I were kind of talking about these two cards um, and we'll get back to them in a minute because I know Charlene, I know you're waiting. Um, But it's fascinating when you hear how these cards work and how Nikki works to heal these things. And you know, the, the, the hardest part for me was to understand that I had beliefs that were in the way of what I was meant to do, right? I mean, I, I didn't sign up for this 16 years ago. I didn't have a, I didn't have, what do you call it? Business plan. I didn't have a business plan to do this. I literally dialed the wrong phone number and didn't hang up. That's why I'm here. Um, <laughs> but then I kept saying yes. Um, I'm not a broadcast person. I don't have a background in broadcast. I mean, that's not it. Um, But insight into oneself, I believe, is one of the hardest, the hardest things. I have five coaches. So, you know, I, I don't always understand myself. And I don't think I'm different from other people. Um, and when I was looking at your, the book, you, the book, and the cards and what they say, they don't just give you an affirmation, but they give you insight about what happens when you own this. For example, the one I'll read one of the cards I pulled and then we'll go to the phones and we'll talk to Charlene. So the one that I pulled was psychic awareness, right? And I hadn't turned it over, right? So I only looked at the front of it, see, okay. And so when I looked at the front of it, um, I got third eye chakra, I got that, and then I turned it over. And when I saw the affirmation, I felt like nauseated. I'm not about the card. No, you're right. Almost to the point where I don't even want to read it. Mm -hmm. Right? So clearly there's something here for me to work on. So I'm gonna share it with the audience because you guys know I'm human. Uh, I'm, I'm no different than you, but Nikki told me I have to own this. So let me, let me read the psychic awareness card. It says, I open my third eye and allow visions of higher wisdom to be received and trusted. That's tricky. I see clearly that which comes through my subtle senses to assist the alignment of my will with the divine will. My psychic awareness is sacred, aligned only with the highest good for myself, others, and the planet. I am psychic. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep working on that, Nikki. 
It's interesting because sometimes what comes up, we feel the resistance, you know, and it's that resistance that prevents the alignment with the, the messages that are coming through. So it's simple though, you're, you're, you're 20 minutes away <laughs> if you work with the method from bringing yourself into alignment and releasing that resistance. And then all that does is it opens up this potential, it opens up this door for you to allow, for you to trust, and for you to, um, yeah, own it. This this whole shebang that says that we're not supposed to be great and magnificent and so on, you know, that we have to, who do you think you are? And yeah, it's, we gotta let that go. It's time for empowerment, it's time for recognizing. Yeah, and, sounds, yeah. And, and I'm hoping today that we get to see this in action. Let's go to the phones with Charlene. Exciting. Charlene, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's absolutely magical to talk to both you and Nikki today. Wow, man, it's great to have you here. How can we help you, you today? You got a belief that you want some help with? My health and my vitality. Hmm. I'm going to okay. turn that over to Nikki. Okay. So health and vitality is, you know, it's the body speaking, the body's showing you. So it's about listening for a start. It's about listening to the body. I'm going to shuffle. So we'll see what comes up. It's also very hot and sticky here. We're in a hot summer UK, so my hands are a little sticky. So Charlene, 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 this one's sticking. Okay, here we go. So, autonomy. Is this back to front or is that forward facing? Can you tell? Uh, yes, that's the written. Yeah, you can yeah. see it facing yes. forward. So, I'll read it out. So, Charlene, this is, yeah, autonomy. This is a big one. So, the body can feel stuck and trapped and the body's holding. So, as we, as we open and we expand and we, we allow that uh, movement, so movement shift, fluidity. So the card says, I move beyond the limits that my ancestors, society, and I have unconsciously placed upon me. I am free. I recognize myself as an autonomous being of infinite possibility and potential. I am free to shine my light and strengthen my ego as I discover my potential. So that's your sense of self. That's your space suit through which you become human. Um, I am a limitless being. Beautiful. Does it resonate? Yes. Yeah. Thank you so in. much. You're welcome. You're welcome. I think half of it's absolutely a beautiful card, actually, for many of us, for all of us, because this is what belief work is really all about. It's in being able to move beyond these limitations programs keep us limited they keep us stuck they keep us they keep us safe because it's what we know right um but when we can and these are ancestral so there's these are things that our you know our parents 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 have experienced for generations and um sometimes it can be in the akashic record so in our in our past lives uh, and sometimes just through this lifetime but we've we've imposed we've allowed we've agreed to kind of 
come into this, chosen this experience, but only for our liberation. We've come here to heal these wounds. We've come here to heal the past and the ancestors. And you know, now is just such a beautiful time for us to begin to unpick and unwind this stuff that's not really us, it's not really ours, and allow ourselves to, to shine, allow ourselves to move into our so hearts coming up. So just really allowing, um, trusting your heart and energy. Your heart and energy is really huge. Trusting your heart and energy and allowing yourself to live from heart. Ooh. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. I mean, and thank you, Zach, for putting up that imagery too on Facebook for people to see the cards. Um, Charlene, um, how does that feel for you? It resonates. It really okay. does. Thank you so much. Thank you. I feel blessed. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Um, and I want to talk about how this works. But before I do, how do people get the deck of cards here? And uh, could you give us some information about this, Nikki? And then yeah. also I want to talk about now how this works. Because clearly I have a stuck belief. There's no question about it. I mean, the fact that I wouldn't even read the card. There you go. <laughs> I mean, what do you think? I, do you know, I, I love that we're talking about this because this is resistance and this is part of belief change. You know, when we hit resistance, we're coming up against a belief that doesn't serve us. We're, we're, we're attached to a program that doesn't serve. So, yeah, so people can access. It's been published through Inner Traditions. Yeah. So going through Inner Traditions or uh, it's on Amazon. And the book is on Amazon also over in the States. And then I, I have developed... It's, we've got lots of levels and it's kind of evolving as these things do. Um, but I've developed a, it's called the yellow level resources. So this is an online program. I was supposed to be in LA uh, a few weeks ago, but that all got canceled to bring the system to, to America. So I believe it's supposed to be launching out where you are. And so um, people can learn the online program. And then from there, uh, can learn the system through the online program. So it's a series, there's about seven hours worth of tutorials. So it's a real deep dive into how to use the method and how it works, why it works and so on. So if you need the science behind it all, that's there too. And that's in the book. Uh, but there's also then a, a practitioner training. And it looks like I think I might have to do that online. <laughs> so if anyone's interested, yeah. Um, yeah. you would need to do the self-help method because it's about really knowing it and working it for yourself. Yeah. Um, to then go on to do the practitioner training and, and holding other people through through it as well. Yeah, and what you're yeah. talking about, though, I think it's so critically important. You know, when I'm thinking about now, I've had a few minutes here, Nikki, to sort of um, understand the consequence. This is my; these are my words. Understand the consequence of not changing this belief. Right? I'm sort I'm sort of getting a glance because I picked a second card. Well, I didn't pick them. These two cards, literally, I'm shuffling, shuffling all the different chakras and they jump out. And the second card was peace of mind. And I, I have to read this uh, because people might think when I say peace of mind, they may go off and think, oh, yeah, I don't know. No. This is really something else. I, do you mind if I read it? Please do. Yeah. Okay. Um, it says peace of mind. And remember, I picked this with psychic awareness, peace of mind, jumped out of the deck. There we go on the floor. Um, 
peace of mind. I heal the poisons of my mind that limit and deny me by aligning with pure and honest thought and belief. I joyf joyfully recognize when I am thinking limited thoughts from my conditioning and realign with thoughts and beliefs that serve my growth and well-being. I choose to question my perspective and think loving, supportive thoughts. I am peaceful. So that's really about... That's powerful. I heal it, the poisons of my mind. That yeah. is really powerful. Do you, do you know the, the story of... Um, so the snake... <clears throat> so this is also from kind of my, my Reiki learning uh, and journey. Mm -hmm. But the snake rises. So the Kundalini energy you know, rises, the poisonous snake. And as it rises, it sees itself. It raises in consciousness so that it can see itself. And it is the, the peacock that is able to transmute the poisons of the snake mm. that creates the iridescent colors. Mm. So there's this journey of transmutation of the poisons, of allowing ourselves to, to see and witness as we rise in consciousness so that we can become mm. whole and so that we can become beautiful and, and shine those iridescent colors. So there's, yeah, it's the mind, beliefs go a long, long way and not wanting to talk about what's happening in the world, but at the same time, you know, we are seeing and we're subject to so much programming right now. I know. So to, to, to not absorb that, to be the creators of our own reality and experience through thinking, through bringing peace of mind, through choosing, it's sometimes it's just a choice to, to think more peacefully, more, more loving to everybody, to... Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah, do I powerful. get it? It's really, it's really interesting. Yeah. And uh, if we have a few minutes, I'll explain why this is interesting for me today. But I want to go to the phones because we got uh, two other pe people waiting. Okay. Uh, Benny, who who do we want first? It's Cynthia from Isqua. Welcome to the show, Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. Hi, Welcome. Hi. Hi, Cynthia. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, I find this very fascinating about belief. Um, I guess my question too is. Um, can there be like an inherent ancestral belief that can be blocking me or is it also more of like a collective consciousness belief that starts blocking me when I'm going towards, I, I, I seem to wait till all the way down to the last minute when it's crisis, when I'm already in crisis and then I don't do anything and I don't, and then I do something, but I don't know why my beliefs are behaving this way. Yeah. It, it can be both. It, it can be anything. Um, it can yeah. absolutely be ancestral and, and it can go back generations. I've been exploring some, some beliefs and um, been able to see uh, an ancestor and an experience and, you know, past lives and where they've come from and, and so on. So it, it can come from anywhere. Um, it doesn't matter. I think is the important bit. You can muscle test yourself and just ask, is this an ancestral belief? Mm -hmm. Once you, the important thing is you know what the belief is that's limiting you. You start to listen to and understand what the programs are. And then once you've, once you've seen it as a program, you can start that process of detachment that mm -hmm. this, is, this is a story. This is, I think actually when you, when you do muscle test and you see that this is uh, an ancestral program, there's some, 
there's a degree of relief in some ways because you know it's not yours it's just something that you've been living yeah you've been carrying forward but i do believe that we're here to heal those ancestral patterns as we evolve as we ascend so um when you can see then that's a beautiful opportunity just to witness that and acknowledge it and sometimes being connected to to the divine and witnessing and calling in the ancestors um you know bringing light to that is is super healing um but you also don't need to know so you can just bring yourself into alignment with the opposite of that belief so if the belief is i'm going to be rejected i'm rejected or i'm under attack for example then um you can align with i am you know i'm safe or i'm loved or i'm lovable or i'm held or um or you or ask the the cards or muzzle test yourself so if it's something specific and you want to do some therapy work you you know you can shuffle but you can also learn how to muscle test yourself just to find what is the priority what is this thing that's sticking with me so shall i pull a card yes please well is there any card that falls out right now <laughs> <laughs> it's coming <laughs> they usually fall out for me. Sometimes they'll stick to my hands, but they usually fall out. But there's um, this one. There's two. These two are stuck together. It's freedom. You've got transmutation and freedom. I'm just going to muscle test and see which one it is. It's freedom. Freedom's your card. Um, so, yeah. I can feel this now. I release all tears, sadness, and the attachment to closing up and playing small in order to allow my throat to open fully. So this is a throat chakra card. So you can feel that, and I can feel that. Um, that's really about safety, isn't it? So we, we keep ourselves small, um, but we become attached to that. And sometimes we just need to allow the tears and the sadness and the release of that program of that pattern and for, for all the times that we have played small um, I open my throat so really about speaking up and allow myself to breathe sing laugh and cry my voice is an instrument through which I heal myself I I heal so it's very about yeah finding a voice again and speaking up and that may mean releasing tears and sadness and the attachment to mm -hmm. to that closing up so letting mm. that go now. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being small in the world. Yeah. And there's an empowerment thing there for you as well. Um in terms of the the boundary, the not allowing, not allowing others to um to shut you up, to close you up. So for any time in the past where that's been true, you know, allowing that to be over so that you can step into time for healing, time for um, time for opening, time for yeah. speaking, time for being heard. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 One of the things, uh, too, let me just say this for myself. One of the things, too, that I find is one of the end results of me having a fear like that is that I become immobile. That, mm. And it's out of character for me. If anything, the complaint that everybody makes about me is like, oh, there she goes. She just did that thing. She didn't talk to anybody. She did it. So <clears> when <throat> I hesitate, it all the flags go up for people. And, and it's usually like, 
you know, Patty, you're going to move that along. Are you going to purchase that? Are you going to do that? Are you? And, and so I just think sometimes I'm contemplating it, but if I really was honest with myself, there's something about it that's scaring me. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying that it's scaring me in a good way or a bad way, but until I understand what, I, what belief I'm holding, I'm probably going to still stay sitting on it. You know, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I waited so long to turn in my graduation papers for my doctorate that I missed the deadline to actually graduate. And this is this is real. This is a true story. I missed the deadline. And when I realized that people were were what do they call it? Graduated walking like where you get your diploma and they were mm -hmm. and and the deadline was a week. I called. And, and when I called the, the grace of this amazing woman at the school was you're late, but I'm going to let you get in. Now, why was I late? I mean, I'd gone to school at 10 years. This is like, my gosh, you're finished. And I'll tell you this for six months after I was told you're graduating, you're passing. I had dreams. I woke up in the middle of the night with my advisor looking over me, telling me, no, you really didn't. You have to take two more classes. I mean, I dreamt this. So there was a belief under there that I didn't realize was holding me back from even walking up and taking my diploma because I literally thought that it wasn't real that somehow I didn't really earn it, that I was gonna go up there and take it. And, and the Dean was gonna come after me up in Seattle from California and take it back. And I dreamt that for six months. Yeah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense, Dr. Pat. Yeah. You did all the hard work and then couldn't believe you did it and then have the dream. And not believe couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. to be there, yeah. Yeah, even yeah, after so you, getting the thing yeah. in my hand. And then yeah, coming back yeah. to Seattle, it was like, I mean, I dreamt this, like it was a horrible dream. And, but I didn't get what Nikki was saying, right? Um, I didn't quite understand that there was a belief that was so deep inside of me from earlier in my life. And, you know, I still have that. I still have that imposter yeah. syndrome. I really do. That's it. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's that feeling that yeah, you know we're a fake it, or a fraud. It, yeah, it, that that helps me a lot, ladies, because it's just like, why am I? Why am I wait? Like, really, you've done so many other things, and you're like waiting to all at the last minute till you almost drop off the cliff when you already did half the stuff before. And it's part of that, and I think it's part of of an ancestral level of people not deserving things down my oh. line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you. It's easier for me to drop out of an airplane at 120 miles an hour through clouds than to fully step in to what I was sharing earlier in the show. I mean, because right. I was actually thinking maybe I should go skydiving. No, but that's not going to help me get rid of the belief because I like to skydive. I, I don't mind jumping out of a plane, but getting up on stage or writing a book or really getting out there more. I'm going to have to work on that with Nikki. I'm actually going to have to call you and do a session with you <laughs> on this. 
yeah. Can I say, I mean, I, I was exactly the same. So, you know, I was busy doing doing my work and, you know, fully booked and so on. But being public, public speaking, you know, it's it's a big thing. And But the belief change work, I presented in Canada last year at a conference mm. with in an academic setting. Mm. Um, and that, for me, was really challenging. Mm. Um, I went home on the first day with panic, actually. So it was, um, I was thinking, I can't, I can't do this, I can't do it, I can't do it. <laughs> and I went and I, I just worked a, through lots of beliefs. there's a level and... that the feminine energy is supposed to be coming out now, the patriarch side is changing, but there's also a level of fear that we're all feeling as women. And seeing yeah. Camelia Harris yesterday be so strong up there, and it was like, oh, yes, the sister. energy's coming through. But, oh. you're, but we're all in our own cocoon still like, hmm, how do I do that? Hmm. You know, Cynthia, you know? I just think you just nailed it for me. I'm doing two shows, very spontaneous, yeah. not on the Dr. Pat venue, on my other venue, the Power Up with Dr. Pat. One of them is yeah, today, this afternoon. Today. I'm working. Yep. The other one is tomorrow, but they'll be, you'll, they'll be available. But they are talking about Kamala Harris. And so part of this is my team... There, I, I'm pretty much, and you've listened to the show, I pretty much have been apolitical, yeah. but I need to yeah. step out the way I did when I was younger in support of women, because for the first time in history, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Last time we had a woman running for president, and, we, and as women, we had no equal rights amendment. Now we have the potential of a woman becoming vice president who will not have equal rights. And I realize I'm not talking about something that is important to me and others. And so this was a stretch for me to come out and do these two shows. Um, but I, it's kind of like we're talking about, I don't know how we not speak out for ourselves and others now. Yeah. I don't know either because it's, it's reflective of, you know, we go back to Geraldine Ferrara. We go back certain levels oh, yeah. uh, when a society has a level of women contributing to vote and all people voting, contributing all their gifts yeah. into the society. It functions better on the holistic level. And then yeah. we, we rise to a different level. And when you've seen certain things shift up mm-hmm. and down, uh, it gets very. Um, yeah. And, and let me just thinking. say this, because I know we've got to run. I just want to say for all of you out there, I am going to be talking about women regardless of party i'm going to be talking about sarah palin honorably folks i'm going to be talking about women and and that's what you should know it's one of the most important things we can do for each each other thank you so much cynthia nikki thank you for today one more time how do people find out about you how do they work with you and thank you so much thank you been really lovely to to be with you and share so my website is um healinginsight.co.uk or Nikki Gresham Record is my name that takes you also through to the same website and um, Nikki so if anyone wants to email me who's interested in connecting Nikki at healinginsight.co.uk they can get through that way and yeah, there's resources got- on my website and yeah and so on so there's, there's a lot of information on there I, I'm uh- very keen just to get this out to help as many people as we can in the shift of consciousness right now well i'm going to be setting up some time to work with you on this one boy because i i do not want this to be hanging around nikki thank you so much benny uh zach thank you you've just heard an encore presentation from the transformation talk radio network for more information about the network visit transformation talk radio 
Bank.com.